Makes me feel better that quarantine wasn't great in that house either. <laughs> Makes me feel a lot better. Taylor. Taylor. Welcome to the sad, beautiful, tragic podcast. I feel like for this week, we're probably focusing more on the sad and tragic podcast. My name is Ryan Lewis. My name is Claire Griffin. And I'm Allison Leonard. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot what I had to do. And I'm Allison Leonard. And together we make up Taylor Ride, R-Y-D-E Nation. Rate, review, and subscribe this podcast, especially the review. We'd love to hear from you. You're sliding into our DMs left and right. I feel like I'm the least liked on this podcast because all of my opinions seem to be hot takes. But what are we getting into? This is a Taylor Swift podcast. Every week we take an album going in chronological order, taking an album, reviewing it track by track, talking about, and I guess this week it's a little different, talking about where she was when we wrote when she wrote this, where we were when she uh, wrote this and when this came out, where we are today as we're listening to it, and where she is today um, as she is, I don't know, if she's listening to it on her own. Um, But for today, that's why it's a little different. We're talking about Folklore, which came out, what, two seconds ago? Um, So we're very much in the present day now. But uh, how are you girls? It's so good to be back. I And especially in person, um, which I missed so much during the holiday. We were all in our separate places, healthy and thankfully celebrating with loved ones, chosen chosen family um, or or blood family, but it's nice to have each other around the table again. I know. Especially makes, because yeah. we were recording for Lover, which like was the punching bag podcast <laughs> episode, I would say, yeah. for me. Yeah. That was rough. <laughs> I feel like we <laughs> It was rough. Yeah, it was rough. But New Year, hopeful for hopeful. Yeah. Hopeful, right? There have been a, there have been quite a few. So it, today is January seventeenth, um, and we recorded lovers sometime like at the end of December, right around the holidays. And so a lot of time has passed. Um, a lot of things in our nation have passed. But like I said, it's January seventeenth, and so luckily we are days away from some hopeful change. And the headlines look great, at least regarding our uh, newly elected and properly and officially elected leader. Um, and I think with all of that, we have something that we can at least maybe not show teeth, but like find an initial curl up of the lip. A nice soft smile. Are exactly. we in the soft smile a sensible phase? soft smile. Yes. Yeah. Which can be all the rage these days. So yeah. I'll take it for right now. It's exactly. Better than it's all the rage these days. <laughs> Just a, a half like. <laughs> what? Oh my god! You know, I'm, I'm dusting off some rust from the month of being off. Yeah, um, I, talking but... is hard right now. <laughs> um, oh my god! Like I'm pulling up the notes. I was like, "What album are we talking about right now?" I feel like we've been this discography has taken so long. But the fact that we're only at 2020 right now, talking about folklore and then Evermore, it feels like it was a long time ago, but it wasn't. July. Yeah. Right. That's a different lifetime. Right. July and August slipped away like a moment in time. Oh, you did it the first one. Should we keep Didn't score this long. time? Should we keep score? I don't have much. I have one transition that I wrote down that I'm very proud of. I hope someone but, steals um, the transition from you. You have a full <laughs> fit. I don't think I'll be. <laughs> That's really the only one. <laughs> 
do we want to rehash some of while she was writing this this the, the stages of quarantine of 2020 um, while folklore was or yeah I mean I my initial um, opening was more thinking about where we all were when we found out but we can go wait no let's oh, just talk about that one. that, that yeah. actually that one brings such a smile to my face that was for all of our listeners over quarantine Allison and Ryan partnered together and came up with a virtual workout community called The Ride Home. Yep. And during that time, Ryan would host virtual classes live and also pre-recorded that were spinning and also bodyweight workouts. Fantastic. It truly so kept great. me sane and I know so many others sane and it was a really wonderful time of coming together, seeing each other in a really safe way and keeping each other accountable and I honestly, not kidding, it just really like kept something me to pass the so time. sane. Yeah. And Allison, <laughs> Allison was incredible at editing. Ryan yeah. was leading the charge. Like it was wonderful to watch you two do this. So on the morning, it was a Friday morning and it was One Direction. 10 years of One Direction. 10 year anniversary. And we were. Because we were hopeful <laughs> waking up that morning that we would b- be. Anything. The, they would give us anything. Yeah. yeah. Anything. The recipient of I, even even if it was one song. One, one picture of that song. Like video message. Yeah. I, of the boys back in right. town. You, like <laughs> anything. It's not a high school musical. <laughs> like I'm saying this, I'm saying this because you are a brilliant editor and filmographer and everything. But what we got is something that you could have made for the world. Oh yeah. Like that. I any, wish I did. Anyone, anyone that has skill in film and video editing, but that even requires if they nothing <laughs> from the five boys because nothing. they did nothing. It was yeah, just video archives yeah. and saying like. Thank you. It was a five-minute video yep. that we waited of all footage that we have for. seen before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nothing new. Well, anyway, you, you anyway, made your Friday morning classes the themed One Direction. Yep. In the, in the hopes that something else would yep. would something also be great. partnered with it. It was a Thursday. It. it was a Thursday. You're right. I'm so yeah. sorry. Excuse Thursday. me. It was a Thursday. Yep. And we were all so excited, being like. Wow, we get 1D classes in the morning, and hopefully something exciting happens in the afternoon. And if I'm not mistaken, at the beginning of the one of the classes that day, Ryan's like, "No, there will not yes. be a Taylor Swift theme ride next week." And for also, whatever it was supposed to be, Loverfest. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, and it's you, not happening. You also We're said, "I will do never it. do a virtual Taylor Swift week." <laughs> yep. I, All on that that's day. That's called karma. Like yeah. 7 a.m. Yeah. Mark it down yeah. and and then flash forward. I remember. I think we took the One Direction spin class, which was so much fun. We loved. And then there's that, we had that awkward, like, 15-minute break in between that to, like, and I always and would, like, and then I just was, like, scrolling, and then she did that big block picture of of, of the folklore, um, the folklore album. The cardigan. And or no, yeah, the I remember texting. Claire has her vinyl in her house, of course. <laughs> Oh, it's wow. it's gorgeous. <gasps> wow. Wow. I love uh, that dress. Segway, I them. bought the Evermore lithograph. It is massive. Really? It's going to be a shrine in my room. It uh, is like this tall. I was like, jealous. oh, I thought it was like, I don't know, a normal poster size. I know. The lithographs on the website look very small. So that's why I'm like, why would I want to spend huge. this money? But okay, good to know. I will send you a comparison yeah. of how big it actually is. Great. We're burning a folklore candle also for reference. Oh, yeah. But setting the I remember the the block of the of the album came out and I just be like, she's up to something. I've never seen this picture before. And I think I texted our group chat like, she's what's going on with Taylor? Everyone's like, 
Uh, obviously, yeah. you didn't reply. Allison might have replied one or two, and then Alex. To be clear, obviously, I didn't reply because, because yeah. I don't. I oh. mean, there are times where I do. I'm. T- I can be <laughs> terrible on my phone, but for this, so You're I working. would teach at like working. seven a.m. Yeah. cycle, and then an eight a.m. Um, strength class with like fifteen minutes in between. So I'd be like, to like changing. reassemble. Yeah, yourself. no, not yeah. out of like not. I'm so sorry. It was not. He didn't care. He didn't want to know. Suck at texting. So there are there are moments where yeah that that storyline is true too yes but then Alex Zimmerman enters the stage and we're all texting each other and then I think maybe a minute or two before the strength class starts we get confirmation no it was during strength class it was during during yeah. also why is Alex on Instagram during but that is that well, is true Alex Zimmerman uh, fashion I would expect yeah. nothing less from her to be doing so, this yeah. when when Taylor starts acting up Alex is there she and is. chooses. Um, even when she's not acting up, <laughs> Alex Sermon is doing anything but what I ask her to. Like she's looking out the window. She's whatever she would be doing, just taking a snooze. Like I don't. I'm surprised she hasn't. I'm surprised she hasn't eaten like a pastry on a bike yet. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I really would like that effect exactly. from Alex. Alex, if you're listening to this, please. But. Alex Zimmerman then in the middle of class pops on the screen. herself and goes, she's releasing a new album. And she everyone heard it. on her face <laughs> and doesn't go to you for like a decent 10 seconds. We might have been in like jackknives, who knows what. Ryan, you don't hear it I at know. all. And, but everyone else does. And I'm like, holy fuck, <laughs> this is insane. I hope you saw the video. And we, we do the rest of the workout as much as we can without our minds exploding. Um, but the biggest thing was, is I was like, we have to see Ryan's reaction to this because like we know the good news and yeah. I'm freaking out. So then we start like inundating the Zoom links because you always log off so fucking fast, which well, yeah. is great. Just get get in, get out type right. of thing. Lovely seeing you. <laughs> and we're like, and you're like, please check the messages. Please read the messages. And you're like, fine, fine, fine. And you finally read them and it was the funniest reaction I think I've seen. I was like, that was good. That yeah. was so good. And I'm so glad we have that forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched that like I think maybe two days ago because just to get ready for folklore and I was like, wow, that was so fun. Yeah. And then within two within five minutes, I think you texted us, okay, we're doing a yeah. <laughs> Taylor week is on. Taylor yeah. week is on yeah. Oh exactly. And mm-hmm. it's just like if I found out during and if we found out during a a ride class, then it's a sign that we need to be doing this virtual you like, you have found out some really wonderful things during writing in 2020. Yeah. You found out Taylor Swift folklore. Uh-huh. I remember I was taking your class when PA turned blue. Yeah. And then you found out Biden won the election, which oh was called God. when you were writing too. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Out of um, all of those, which was the most <laughs> exciting? <laughs> Don't I love her that. so much. <laughs> I really do. But the the winning, the in person, yeah, yeah. yeah. the That's winning special. was unbelievable. But I would argue that folklore. I'm really excited about this album um, for so many reasons. But to before we even get into the track by track reasons, I'd say that folklore is the reason that this podcast exists. Because then we did Taylor Swift Week virtually, and then we did the videos. Yeah. Reviews, oh my God, you're so right. I forgot. 
forgot about that. People came in with our, the Claire and Allison obviously did their class reviews um, with any Taylor Swift week and we upped it by doing it video style and I was included. Um, that might have been a mistake for yeah. us. <laughs> and then um, people started responding saying we should do a podcast and then it was just like, well, like we've said 12 times already in this podcast, what else are we doing? <laughs> Not a lot uh, going on at the moment. Nope. Yeah. So we Quite started. Early. Oh, that's so true. I never thought of that connection. Yeah. So thank you, Folklore, for yeah. getting us to spend even more time together. I hate um, it so no. much. Yeah. God. <laughs> Just the worst topic to talk about with you two. Um, but I have some initial questions before, like some, we'll say icebreakers, because we need that. The, the water is so hot. Um, okay, what was the first song you played twice? <laughs> this is me trying. I think mine was probably the one, just because I listened it. I listened straight through. Okay, just like mm. I wanted to. I have been really trying. Okay, to... I'll rephrase that. What was the first one that you pointedly went back and you were like, "I need to listen to this song." Um, I totally regret this. Like now. Ooh, it, it very extremes, but it was either exile or, and this is the one I don't agree with this choice now, but initially it pulled me in. Betty. I was going to say it's Betty. Mm-hmm. Your pre talk was very directional. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I have thoughts about Betty, which I cannot wait to fully discuss. Yeah. But mine was Mirrorball. Like that I, was the other one. And that has cool. still yeah. stood the test of time for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. That song I heard is it and I was like, this else. is, yeah, yeah this yeah. is a full feeling. What was the first song you cried to? I. I want to say Epiphany, but it was after we filmed at the shore. Uh-huh. Or, like I it was I was driving back to Ocean City from Avalon and like the sunset was gorgeous. I like stopped to get footage and I was listening to it and that transitioned with maybe it was like between My Tears Ricochet and Epiphany and I don't know something about it. I was like, yeah. "Oh god. Yeah. Quarantine <laughs> is getting to me." So I feel like it was that, but <laughs> I would, mine is easily, this is me trying. And as I was uh, writing these questions out, I was crying as I wrote out, this is me trying. Yeah, <laughs> cried to the song this morning. <laughs> I already told Ryan this morning, but um, yeah, I, I want to, I guess epiphany. Epiphany. Yeah. Yeah. When it I finally, had no idea me, like what that song was I think until it, once Long, Long Ponds came out, I think I, well, I, I grew, settled a lot it, of it things changed. for me. Yeah. It is Obviously, I loved the album, but Long Pond like just like rooted it even more yeah. and the depth of it even more. And that's where I got more emotional with the album. Yeah. I think before that came out to me and just as she wrote this, she wrote these songs as stories. So yeah. and yeah, she has such a gift of making it relatable. But a lot of these stories I didn't latch on to quite yet as like seeing myself in it. Whereas like her other music, I did find that I could relate to quickly. This one, for some reason, folklore, it was like a very slow marinade for me yeah. to latch on to. And you would think that I would have chewed and spit and threw up this album since it was an album of storytelling, mm-hmm. which yeah. is like my trope right. for how much the songs that I typically don't like by her. Mm-hmm. But there's something about these stories besides one um, that which gets me into my next question. What was the first song you skipped when you played the album in full again? Betty. Wow. Okay. So that's impressive. And yeah. You I, that one. Okay. It's because Betty, like that's uh, how it starts. And I'm like, Oh, duh. Which, duh. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm like, yeah. So, 
I know you're going to say it. Like, <laughs> like okay, I uh, we'll talk about this song when we get there. So yeah. it was Betty and Hoax for me. Were th- Actually, no, just kidding. The first one I skipped was Cardigan. I can see that. Okay. I didn't like it, it until after. Like, song on yeah. yeah, and then once I listened to it, I was like, oh my God, this bridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think it's always the bridges that bring you back. They really do. Because yeah. it, it gets stuck in your head and you're like, yeah. I got to listen to it again. I, and you're like, I, why did I not like it in the first place? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I heard Biden elected her as like treasurer, secretary of transportation yeah. for her bridges. So exactly. <laughs> and this album is one example of that. But I think for me, seven. Really? Okay. Yeah. That was Ooh. Alex's. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. yours? He, uh, Last Great American Dynasty. Oh, I was duh. like, peace, you can leave that story in the books. Shocking. We don't need to sing about it. I'm holding everything in. I cannot <laughs> wait. I have one thing to, to say, and then I will let you two be. have it for that one. What was the song that surprised you the most when you took the deep dive on the album, whether that be on your own or like in a post Long Pond Studio Sessions world? Can I can I pick two? <laughs> I don't know why. It's, <laughs> it's so you dramatic. <laughs> Post long time studio sessions. <laughs> no, is yeah, we, oh, in a post COVID B- world. BC, a, like BC, BC, AFLP. Can you repeat the question? What was the song that, like, oh my God, that's what that's about? Um, Well, not entirely what it's about, but what she was saying. I didn't know the lyrics in a hoax. She was saying the only hoax I believe in. I thought it was hooks, like the hook of a song. Oh. And I never understood why the song's called, like, titled Hoax. Okay. And I'm like, she doesn't say it, but I like that artistic choice. Yeah. And then went after Long Pond, my sister, I watched it with Lauren, who's very adamant that, like, Harry and Taylor never dated. She still hung up on Joe Jonas. Like, Lauren feeds into these conspiracies that she pulls out of thin air. Taylor and we, QAnon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she loves folklore and ate Long Pond up. But when she's we're watching it and hoax is starting and she's like harry and taylor they never dated it was a hoax and when she said that and the song started i'm like that's what she says in the song she says hoax yeah so not very profound but <laughs> that one when i i'm learned surprised that, that like, like hoax isn't a higher track for you initially then, it that is because now. she never you thought that she never said the word hoax in the song so i should appreciate <laughs> that number one like, yeah where does the yeah. hoax meaning come <laughs> yeah. in no, I do like that song more now after yeah. long, long pun, but after watching, I would say peace. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 That definitely carried some more weight. weight. Yeah. But I like that song. Mine is easily Epiphany. I think that is one of the like mm-hmm. top five greatest songs ever written, not by her, period. Wow. Like the creativity and the dichotomy of the two stories is And then coming un- together at the end. Unbelievable. It's Ooh. it's unbelievable. Incredible. Mine is either yeah, mine's either Epiphany um or This Is Me Trying. Mm-hmm. And I I watched Long Ponds this morning and I don't know if I blacked out or something the first time I watched Long Ponds, but there was I got so much more from this morning watching it. And I'm like having the moments now. Oh, <laughs> with this them. podcast is very so. Yeah, but I, 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 I got the epiphany the first time I watched it. But the this is me trying. I didn't get the first time, and I got it this morning. And I was like, had this nice, morning, had a nice cry session. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yep. So um, okay, yeah. So those are mine, probably. 
Is that it for your questions? Those are my questions. Oh, I like them. Well, I have one. I'll play along with this game. Okay. Okay. For the lakes, as it being the only deluxe track, Mm -hmm. what song from Evermore would fit in as a deluxe version on this? Oh, wow. This is I think Ivy. Okay, I can see that. Okay, I see that. Let me. Because on the one hand, it's like you have happiness that I think could fit really great on this album, but it Mm -hmm. fits so well. You can't have that with. This is me trying my tears are gachet. Right, 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 right. You know? Oh, so it was a fun game of... Actually, I think... Closure. No. No. No, I just remembered this. I just remember the sound. I just remember the sounds of closure, and that doesn't work, but the meaning of closure, I think, would work. So I take that back. I think I'm with you on Ivy. Yeah. I'm going to throw... I agree with Ivy, but since we're all on the same table, I'm going to throw one more out there. Marjorie. Ooh. Because she's because her her grandfather's in a, is is an epiphany. So I love that they're in different albums. I yeah. like that. But more. you could pull that in yeah. with that, and also just the storytelling of like the storytelling of her grandfather, and also the storytelling telling of her grandmother. Yeah. And almost it would be beautiful if they were right next to each other, yeah. track by track. Yeah. Wait, you like that more? Do you not like that song? No, I no, I like it more that they're separate. Oh. I like it more that they because like they're it's the sister album yes, yes. and like that's and they're okay. they, yeah, but that's the only other that's the only one I can think yeah. that would like you that, could yeah, be no, like oh like their tracks eleven and twelve. No, I think I think you're on to you're on to Ivy for sure, which I love that song. But it anyway, is I do very much. Yeah, yes. it's growing on you like Ivy. With that being oh, said. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> the tracks are waiting. Shall we uh, go into the woods? Do we all bring our our, our gear? Oh, our, you know I have my was gear. Was that the oh, yeah. you wrote down? I know. That's not. <laughs> okay. not I'd have to say. I'm better guys. than that. Not real. Not I much, guess. but slightly. Mm-hmm. A half a step up. Let's do it. Let's go to... The woods. I mean, it'll start with the, the one. one. I'm going to defer to you for all the starting ones. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, so this, I, is this, my, this is my 1989. Except for yeah. the third song on this album. Yeah. Yeah, you guys can take that away. Um, okay. It is such... I mean, okay. It's such an iconic first line. And as soon as I heard it, I thought, oh, my God, I can't wait to see how many people on Instagram use this as a caption. And... All the white girls everywhere proved, and gay boys everywhere proved um, to be right. For Taylor, and like it is so refreshing to know that we are on some good shit. Goodbye, lover. And I love the idea of of updating your ex, but I would also argue that um, this is more more the folklore side of it, and it's like going back in time for me because for me, updating your ex is just called having a public Instagram. And and trying to make your life seem a lot better than it is. You know, we're all guilty of it, I would oh, yeah. say. So um, guilty. Yeah. <laughs> My exes are so jealous. Uh, I, I'm speaking no, to the Instagram, collective. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if your Instagram isn't a way to make other people be like, look at my highlight reel, I'm doing great. But yeah. that's not social media. Exactly. I don't need to meet you on the corner of wherever and next to nowhere. But um, because you can just hop on and see that, like, look at my smile. Doesn't it look like everything's going well? Real. Yeah. But this song is cute. Um, I think it's great. It is not pairing this with Cardigan 
and last great American dynasty. So I guess putting those three together, um, I was nervous about the direction of the album because I wanted to be gutted and I wasn't getting there. You got there though. Yeah. Um, for do you want her to start with exile? No, 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 no. <laughs> but I was just like, what? oh, this seems like this seems like lover on a guitar. Uh, yeah. Initially, yeah, yeah. and now go after listening when I listen to the whole album. Going back, suddenly I like the one and Cardigan, okay. um, or I can see their place in it. Last Great American Dynasty. I again, can that you story just is stop my until we get. There? I'm sorry, it'll be referenced even once we get past it. Like it really will. I can't I don't stand do this that to song. Like, other songs that you like. <laughs> I'm gonna think of an example, and it'll be there. It'll be there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Clock starts now. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what do you girls think of the one? When I press play and like, it sounds cheesy, but I know I already discussed it. But the opening line, I've been do, I've been good. Yeah, I've been doing good. I'm on some new shit. I was just excited. I was like, I'm excited for this album. And like hearing that right away, it's like she is in store from us and I do love the double meaning of kind of like a dig to like scooter and like bye-bye like to what could have been and yep that's your loss and also of like yeah like I'm I'm here I'm still making music I'm back like I'm okay type of thing as best as I can be during all of the pandemic um and here's my here's the album for you take it type of thing uh so I love that and yeah I, I just think this song's very, a, it's a comforting song. It is. Yeah. It's it is. comforting. There's, of like what could have been if like that one thing changed or if that yeah. happened. And that's not just in like love, but also just in like career or what school you went to or, but it's also comforting of like that it's okay that it, yeah. that, that one thing didn't change or that what if thought process. I think it's, it's, it's fun at times to go into the what if what thought process, but it's not healthy to live in that what if thought process. Yeah. And so therefore I think it's a reminder that like, you can go there, but don't stay there mm-hmm. and keep going type of thing. Yeah. So I like it. I like the, I think it's a good opener. It's a soft, comforting open, opener. Yeah. It's like a really nice intro for this new genre mm-hmm. for Taylor. Mm-hmm. But I love all the lyrical illusions in here. There's five for the pre-chorus where it says, if you wanted me, you really should have showed, referencing Jake Gyllenhaal not showing up for her birthday. Um, the Roaring Twenties in the chorus referencing Gatsby. This is why we can't have nice things. Also in the chorus, never leaving well enough alone. Me, which I didn't know until I saw it on paper and now I hate it. Um, <laughs> two, with the greatest loves of all time are over now, kind of parallels death by a thousand cuts. So mm-hmm. obviously love that one. And then the bridge persist and resist the temptation is kind of like an I almost do where it says it takes everything in me not to call. Mm. I'm like, wow, she packs it in in yeah. a very short time. Yeah. But the amount of references to her other work that is in this entire album, album. is uh, so entire, There's yes. so many. It's incredible. Juicy. Yep. Like, yep. it's so good. But I love mm-hmm. the connection of film that, yes, she alludes to her work, but she also brings in new ideas in this song. And I think in Cardigan, well, that that's she always throughout what she does like. when she 
pivots. It's always, it's never a sharp, really right or left turn. It's always like a pivot or a fork in the road. Even when it's at like, for example, something like 1989, like it is a completely different sound, but she brought us all along because it's still Taylor. So she's always aware of the music that she's written before, the kind of eras that she's had. Whereas Mm -hmm. like some artists who reinvent themselves are just like, ew, I am so over like that album or like that part of me. And it's like, well, that album is also why you're here, still able to create this fifth album, this seventh album, whatever. So recognize and appreciate it. But no, I, I fully agree. Was this the first song that you listened to? Yeah, I listened. I listened the album straight through, for sure. I think first listen, I probably got like thirty seconds in. I'm like next, <laughs> just like because I, I, I wasn't. It didn't hook me at first. Yeah, no, I and can then see same that. with Cardigan. Yeah, I think honestly, Last Great American Dynasty was the first one. I'm like, oh, like an upbeat or something, because yeah. like 2020, we needed an upbeat. Yeah. Oh, I when I saw that Bonnie Vare was on a song, did you just go straight? I I yeah. woke up at whatever time <laughs> mm-hmm. that morning, and I was like, let's listen to Exile. And Bonnie Vare is one. And of then your, went. Back. And Bonnie Vare is one of your okay. favorite songs of all time. Right? Yeah, Holocene is my absolute favorite song of all time. Um, so to see the two, two of them together. Wow. Um, it didn't disappoint. It did not. <laughs> it did not. Um, and then again, later on, yeah, it did not disappoint. For sure. But, uh, you know, we all have that uh, that one, <laughs> that favorite. Um, I don't know. And that could also relate to, like, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> that favorite piece I'm of clothing, like a cardigan. Clothing, like a cardigan that you just wear when you need comfort. So what's everyone's thought about cardigan? It's the first single. Um, and it's also the first of the teenage love triangle yes. that she alluded that yes. she had created in this um, album, as which well. makes me like it more because it's tied to something. Yes. Else. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I, funny enough, because it's the lead single, a lot of people latched onto this song. Yeah. I did not. I didn't. It does have white girl tendencies. <laughs> How I so? will say I break it down. I mean, a Not cardigan like to- tossed under a bed and everything. Like you put me on and I said I was your favorite. Like, like I the can plastic just, bag. I yeah. Lyric. I yeah. can see. I can see some some of my favorite women in the world lighting up, uh, listening to this song and feeling the warmth of like that cardigan. I say as I wear a crew neck right now and feeling the same way. And also like if there's anyone who's a sad basic white female, it's it's, it's me. But listening to this for this podcast, second song in on the listen, and I'm like, wow, I forgot how depressing this album is. Even yeah. though, like, the one in Cardigan are, like, on the cuter side, mm-hmm. like, it is Softer. still, yeah, it is still. I sad. love the sound of the heels walking on the cobblestones at the start of the song. I yes. do appreciate that. And also, I do appreciate the image of being someone's favorite cardigan or sweatshirt, like mm-hmm. that comfort. I do like that imagery. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. I think how she does that in her writing is really impressive. I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but the opening is her going through her eras, the lyrics of that. Let me pull it up really fast. And I can vintage tea, brand new phone, high heels on cobblestones. When you're young, they assume you know nothing. Sequin smile, black lipstick, sensual politics. When you're young, they assume you know nothing. Vintage tea, we got the red era. Mm-hmm. And then I'm picturing a teacup. I'm like, I don't understand that one. <laughs> I would love tea, tea. to listen like a to a song what? for the first time with you. You pictured a teacup? And have you write down the lyrics as you hear them. Wait, I do. <laughs> this wait. is full whisper I'm down the lane. I can't. 
even. You, you know what? Whenever she hearing is so bad. Oh my god! Uh, it's like you've ooh. always been picturing a teacup. It's a yeah. nice chamomile. Oh, I'm happy for like I have. This is this is a great. But you listening to an apple okay, for the first time. Yeah. When she in Evermore. In um, oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah. So I'm not too but, far off. But yep. when she does release a new album, we should all listen to it for the first time together yeah. and do a live reaction yep. to it. I, exactly. I just think it's the only way to do it now that you've mentioned this because yeah. I think it will be a fucking riot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A riot. Yeah. It'd be so funny. <laughs> okay. So I need to read the lyrics next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the visual. Oh, okay. So the t-shirt. Vintage sees red, brand new phone. I, I, we could, you know, I don't know where you could go back. High Heels on Cobblestone is 1989 because, mm-hmm. you know, that whole New York era. When you're young, they assume you know nothing. Sequence Smile, 1989. Black lipstick, rep. Sensual politics lover. So I think how she does that is just so freaking cool. Um, And again, I think folklore just shows, and this is big picture, how masterfully of a writer she is. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's it's incredible because I I know we got away from lover with that. Like we, there is some good, there is some good songwriting, but just like this is just no. She wrote lover in like the seventh grade or with like a seventh grade vocabulary. And then she wrote folklore and evermore with a PhD in songwriting. <laughs> like the word little gauche. Um, I hate that word. Um, but yeah, like what you're saying with the the way the song structurally is built is so amazing where the bridge has this crescendo and then mm-hmm. it's this mm-hmm. huge big moment to hit the story and then it just dips out. Yeah. It's so good. I think I wish this opened the album. Ah. Wow. I don't know where one, the one would fall after, but I think Cardigan would be a good. See, I think that it's just mm-hmm. because uh, of the first line. line. Right. Yeah. It's the You're first right. line the opening, that really the does reason. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. But I've also heard theories like, yes, that this song is about like a person or someone who comforts you or like it's just... You know, that that comfort, that protection, just like a cardigan. We love that. <laughs> but also that I've heard a theory that it's written to us, to the fans. Like, you've always been there. You even, like, I think she did say that it. on GMA or something. Yeah, the cardigan's written to the fans. And yeah. we, like, were the cardigan for her. Oh. Mm-hmm. Which, speak, let's talk about the cardigan. Remember when we thought it was ugly? I want one now. The more <laughs> I see people wearing it and they're finally it, getting uh, their yeah, cardigans, I'm like, The quality Damn it, is great. It's cute. It does look great. <sighs> yeah. But like, anyway, there's multiple yeah. colors now too. Really? Yeah. Oh. Ever Evermore has a different color than um. Mm-hmm. I like the like classic, <laughs> the classic yeah. folklore, yeah. vintage folklore, vintage folklore, all the way from July. It's a good spring. With a vintage it would be a good spring cardigan. The... <laughs> I can't believe it's an t-shirt. Earl Grey. <laughs> yeah, I wonder wow. if, if they're gonna come up with an Earl Grey cardigan. Anyway, you can wear the Earl Grey cardigan when you go to a little house, not so little house in Rhode Island, and learn all about America's favorite story, which is the last great American. Stop talking like you're on fucking PBS and just like reporting. I think history PBS class has more uh, has more punch, punch to it. To it. Um, I feel like I'm listening to a, you roll in a movie for us to watch. I know it's tied to her, but oh my God, the details. That's so impressive. Uh, That is what's Uh, so cool about it. 
in my head, I am doing grease lightning as she goes, there goes the last great American. <laughs> I will never. Like, tell me. You're lying. That, that, that is oh, never. That is, that is so lame. Oh, it my. so lame. Like, that I'm just pointing and dragging my will, arm across. I will never, like, ever get to think of the song the, the same way again. We're in the worst Broadway show. The worst Broadway show? It's it not the worst Broadway show. Is, also, you are going way too far right now. Way too far. So, it is so campy. It is too campy. And I love camp. And at first, I was going to say that there is no camp in the woods, but the original idea of camp exists in the woods, so that doesn't work. But I don't really know how to make my argument. I just don't like this song. I think I, I think it, speaking of what you said a few seconds ago, as soon as I heard the word gauche, I was O-U-T out. That word is stupid. And it just like, when she says it, it just sounds like I can see her like winking, being like, I'm deploying this word. And it's, uh, it just, it. You want to talk about a word that's stupid in this song? Dolly, the line, whatever card games with Dolly. I hate that. She, it hits too much of a punch and it breaks a rhyme scheme. For what purpose? Storytelling. Exactly. No. She's exactly. telling an exact that story. That and Green, but I do love the bridge. I but love then the I melody. also realized why I hate it when I watched Long Pond Studio Sessions. It's all about the country music storytelling. So, of <sighs> course, I'm going to be like, I liked it. I like the Long Pond version because how prominent the piano is. That oh, melody the version is, better. Yeah, that version's great. I'm talking about when she was explaining the <laughs> song beforehand. And I was yeah. like, well, of course I don't like this song. I'm like, I, the country music, ugh, no. Anyway, <clears throat> Claire, now that we're on that subject of country music, do you care to dive in? Do you get out? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, if you're going to like try to like not just rip the song apart, but also just like, you know, rip me apart with my country interest. I love I, how personally you take the fact that he doesn't like this song. Because it is a- From day one. Because like, it's, like, I will get other songs. I'm like, I get it. You don't like it. But like, agree to disagree type of thing. Whereas like the last great American dynasty is a well put together lyrically melodically sounding song like it's so impressive when you how cool also big picture think big picture that Rebecca lived in this house and was a town outcast and like was just pushing the edge on what women should do when they have a ton of money and leading the charge in the 1900s and then Taylor buys this fucking house the exact same house and is pushed out by media and is said that she's like towing the line on things and kind of just says fuck you to everyone and does what she does and and really is changing the standard in the music industry and beyond of what how women should be participating and, and the role they get to play in their career and personally and everything. How freaking cool is that? And like the irony of that, why wouldn't you want to hear a story that like that? That message is so powerful and I'm so here for it and I think the way that this song sounds is so juvenile and does not live up to the weight of that story. I would rather rather her write an essay about it because she's a beautiful writer in long form as well. And I think that that story and that connection is so great, but this dumbs it down. But don't, didn't you just love, the, I don't even know if you made it through the song when you listen to it, but don't you just love the moment when she turns it and goes, and then it was bought by me. There goes the loudest woman town. Like there goes me who the loudest woman in this town has ever seen. Like love it. They, I had, I had a marvelous time ruining everything. Like that's incredible. Incredible. Like what songwriting that is. Like how, how cool. I mean, in terms of her entire discography, I wouldn't say it's an incredible choice. But <laughs> <laughs> like when you have. <laughs> 
the, like all too well. herself back or, in defeat. Or, you know, epiphany. But no, I do love that moment. I love that moment so much. Yes. Sorry, if we want to talk about flips, we're talking epiphany. Yeah. This is like... And it's mine. Like, uh, no, not. Or, or honestly, maybe it's just the sound of the song. If they told the story, if she told the story with a sound like Epiphany, it would have been better. Or like a fucking rock no, song. No, not this it, no, gentle. It if be, we're gonna talk about being loud and disruptive, okay. disrupt yeah, it, me. It can't. Okay, it can't have an Epiphany sound because like that's depressing. This is like a song of like celebration oh of like look at what us badass women are doing and like how cool that we're tied like this. It would need to be rock fully. I completely agree with you on that. But like. That is why it has a lighter sound. That is why it feels a little bit more like juvenile, if I put that in quotations, because I don't agree with that statement in any way, shape, or form. And the piano, like, floating through is really pretty. Because girls can be dainty and loud. Yes. Thank you, Allison. High five. Okay, well, that's what the whole, that's what the rest of the album is. But if you're going to make this point, I would like to, I I don't know what it is. It's, I just, I listen to it and I'm, uh, I'm disappointed. I have a question. Uh huh. Out of all of her songs, okay. Where would this fall? Like out of all of the songs you do not like from her, is this, this the worst? Would this be in your worst set list? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. I truly feel like because we discovered that he doesn't like this song and I do, there was this intentional growing. I want to oh, like dislike this song this as you. much. <laughs> I want to dislike this song as much as I can because I'm like. I will defend this song. No, I'm not saying this, this song is the greatest song one. ever. I'm not saying that this song is... I don't think it's... It's yeah. not in my top 13. It's not. Yeah. But I respect it, and I think it's well done. I just think you're like, I'm just going to stomp on it whenever I want. No, I really don't like it. I really, really don't. I think I've listened to it in full a total of four times. Okay. I'm trying to find a comparison. So it's not, it's not that like... I love when we spar. I really do. Gets me going. Um, but yeah, this is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm not gonna bring up Army Hammer again today. If you uh, I had to. I had to. <laughs> um, but yeah, this would. Like I said earlier, the one cardigan, the last great American dynasty. I heard this song after the two before it and I was like where are we going and then and then as my tears ricochet track off of this four fuck I on. did it again guys uh, yeah. why do I do this every time and to exile <laughs> you were gonna skip over oh my god um <laughs> Honestly, I think I just what have to make it. Like? It's accurate. I think I my my eyes just, just like drop for some reason. Well, my my font is so big and zoomed in right now. Oh my god, like, can't do Mine's it any not. other way. Like I already told you guys, I, I do know. need I need to go to the eye doctor. So yeah. that's this is like hold me accountable to that um, for the week. But last great American Dynasty wraps up. That chapter is finished and torn out of the book. Um, and next chapter. Wow. <laughs> yes. And like I said earlier, I remember seeing the track list and seeing that feature and was like, 
So again, woke up. This is the first song I heard off the album. And then I went back and experienced the whole album. But then like this song in itself is a whole album experience. The feeling of being blindsided by someone leaving you. I think that the worst thing a human being could hear from somebody that they're in love with is I have fallen out of love with you. Like it is, and it is so well done. The power that both of them bring. I also like, I don't know, Justin Vernon, um, the lead singer of Bonnie Vare, is just so very untouchable to me. Like he doesn't exist on this planet. He is always in like a remote, desolate location in my mind. And to think that one, he would agree to do this. Not that like Taylor, obviously like she (laughs) is queen of everything and super talent, but like Justin Vernon does not, he's not like, I don't know, Doja Cat and just like spreading his cookies all around the music industry. Dua Lipa, like... Okay, well, and Dua Lipa got together with Kylie Minogue, so like she's. And that I'm, song is a. Uh huh. Um, um, so careful. Oh, I'm um, just saying she's prancing around the world right now and getting some lashbacks. So. Oh oh oh, oh yeah. no no no! I don't even mean in a pandemic way. I mean just like doing like, features on music. How many like, people have a Justin Vernon is methodical. Yeah, like it is no like collapse. I am doing this. So the fact and then hearing about it on Long Pond that she sent this song and was like, she I was like nervous. you was nervous. Wait, what? Right. I mean, I would be. I wouldn't I'd even. Be nervous. I wouldn't even yeah. ask. <laughs> I wouldn't even ask. I'd be like, "There's no way. Why waste my time?" Yeah. Um. Even in a pandemic, when we all have time, <laughs> but the fact that he did it and then also sent back the bridge and created it himself, like that, I'd be in tears. <sighs> My God, I would have been, I would have been absolutely floored um, if I were her. So I cannot even imagine because that bridge is <laughs> like, it's, oh, oh my the, God. The piano, the like, so step right up. Like, yeah. there's, like, it just pulls you in. And yeah. I mean, from the get go, I think I love that he opens this song. Uh-huh. It yeah. takes you by surprise. It slaps you in the pit, in the face. Mm-hmm. It kind of punches you in the gut too all at once. And then you're like, what? roller coaster am i about to be on and no it's like she is just haunting well yeah it has he can do falsetto and kill you he can do a super low voice and then he can belt in the middle Mm -hmm. i don't know how that works what that range is yeah it's it's amazing but no to your point the fact that he opens it almost makes it seem like it's exile by bonnie bear featuring taylor swift yeah Yeah. and she i love how she let that she let that happen Mm -hmm. Uh, and Mm -hmm. i think it works so perfectly Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the back and forth battle lyrically is so amazing for the duet. Yeah. Where it's just like the opposing forces. But the structure of the song is fantastic. And if it doesn't win the Grammy, come on. Don't even. Like, open your ears. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. There's so many, like, (sighs) singular lines in this song, particularly, that just, like, rips you. Like, you're not my homeland anymore. I gave so many signs. I I didn't see any signs. Like, that conversation that they have with each other in the middle is mm-hmm. just yeah. like you're you're like they were ships in the night how they're explaining this commute like this relationship yeah. totally miscommunicating totally missing each other and because of that it's over and there's nothing to salvage this relationship and yeah. it breaks you like yeah. and also to just how it's structured taylor swift in a minor chord is one of the best things it yeah. is fantastic mm-hmm. so add justin vernon on top of that it is mm-hmm. insane mm-hmm. yeah like for your ears to take all of that in. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. 
I love also the tempo change in the song. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like it when that picks up, like yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like my heart rate jumps yeah. every yeah. single time. No, and that's that's what he provided. It is yeah, it is so great. But I forget too, William Bowery wrote this. Yes. William yes. Bowery. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's how incredible. <sighs> I okay, would love if you haven't to watched Long Pond, that is Joe's voice. <laughs> Yeah, love to because, hear his voice. Yeah. Because Taylor was saying that he has that deep voice, like yeah. Justin. But like, will she ever? I don't. I don't think so. I don't I think don't so know. either. She I think there's something album. about this relationship that, like, I think they will continue to right. continue to influence yeah. and everything. But I think just because of the privacy of their and how successful it is, yeah. I think that there's um, there's a less chance of something happening. Because then it's like, then it plays into the Hollywood kitsch of it all. Like, yeah. here we are, yeah. sign yeah. and share. Like, yeah. not really. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's almost nice to have the mystery. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like you respect it. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, damn, like, mm-hmm. what a talent Joe is. But I yeah. also know, like, I respect that, like, that's that stays over there. Mm-hmm. And his contribution is incredible. Yeah. And of course, I'd love to hear his voice, but like, that's part of the one. Oh, so the fact that he was playing this in like the other room and she's just like, she's like Hi. hold up. Yeah. Excuse me. What is that? Like, where, why, oh, why I casually heard Exile the first time. I want to put this on an out. Like, I what? Would al- I would also be like, are we okay? Yeah. Is everything okay? Yeah. What's going on? Makes me feel better that quarantine wasn't great in that house either. It makes me feel a lot better. Okay. Well, I'm. Uh, it's so weird to go from this song into track five. Um, we're going into we're My Tears Ricochet. We're only on track five. And like track five is usually, besides a few albums, the emotional gutter of songs. And But then you hear lyrics like, if I'm dead to you, then why are you you at the wake? Like, it's so tough because it is such a beautiful song. But to follow Exile, how do you live up to track five energy? I still, another lyric that I love is that starts to, that that gets there and I think achieves it is definitely if I'm dead to you, why are you you at the wake? But then later, the I still talk to you when I'm screaming at the sky. Like, wah, ah, ah, ow, now I'm hurting. Track five, you win. Interesting. See, the lyric for me is I can go anywhere I want, just not home. The way that hits, I love that. Just to remind our listeners, it's My Tears Ricochet is the track five for folklore. But yes, go back to that. Yeah, I mean, that's, I'm interesting that that's the lyric that you like. But I mean, the way it's echoing a scream in that. Yes. Is so, this whole song, like, Jack Antonoff, come on. Yeah. That man's so great, but... Um, the screaming echoes in the bridge are, to me are so 1989 meets lover but put together for folklore which is I love it yeah. I love it so much and the reference to the way I loved you with cursing my name yes oh yeah yeah like it's subtle, Which it's in there. Obviously, love. these could all be stretches, but I'm like, yeah. Um, <laughs> she repeats a there's word. There's something weird about Jack Antonoff's involvement of this album, and I don't know how to properly describe it. Like he doesn't feel like an ugly stepsister, <laughs> because it's like Jack Antonoff, but he's so not in it that when he like 
I don't. Again, I don't know do how mean, to describe Sonic it. Do you feel like Aaron? Like, do you feel like Aaron Jessner yeah. fits in better with this album than Jack yes. Antonoff does? I, yeah, I fully and so agree when with he's in the that. Long Pond Studio sessions and they're just talking the two of them, I'm like, where the fuck is Aaron? Yeah, like, he's the driver just, of this whole thing. Yeah, I think Aaron with National and everything just gets where Taylor, the stories that Taylor was trying yeah. to tell. And he, Aaron even said at one point, I think it's at this is me trying because he does the talk back with her, and yeah. this is me trying of like, yeah, and I've dealt with depression, da da da, and I. I think national has some heavy freaking lyrics oh in it. like God. it's holy cow that kind of like I, I know that sounds kind of it's it is depressing but that's like the stories that folklore was trying to say that's the energy that taylor was writing in during a pandemic and pulling from that jack a phenomenal producer or writer all of it i just don't think that's the same energy he carries and if you can look at the tracks that he pretty much helped produce and i mean august not like it's it's cheery it's it's one yeah. of the funner songs like it doesn't kind of like fit in which we need yeah. i would yes. argue oh yeah. fully fully but i also just like watching long pond i was like jack Antonoff is an awkward guy oh a hundred percent whack awkward 100%. guy yeah like when they were going through like and william bowery wrote this song and jack's like yeah oh, no, never, that was funny yeah i never yeah. met the guy playing oh along. i was like and she's like jack like you know he's like oh i was playing a game and i was like Oh, that was weird. <laughs> that was really weird. I that was kind of odd. But then, when it's the three of them, it feels like Aaron Dessner is the ugly stepsister because he doesn't get a word in. No, but he seems like such a quiet guy. He is, that, and that that's it. Sense, I think but, he yeah. he will thrive sure. when in one-on-one conversation. Yeah. They have such three distinct and S- differing personalities. personalities. Yeah. It With is. Jack, he loves Taylor's music so much, and yeah, you can. Yes. It's, he's like vibrating through those interviews where yeah. he's right. Like Taylor, talk about your stuff. Like, yeah. oh my god, Which, like, and same. like we yeah. all are. But yes. So, what are you guys saying? Do you not like that he's? No, I on like this it. Album? It's just it's so weird because I when I first listened to it, I didn't look at production until probably my third listen because I made the assumption that this was all Aaron Dessner. And so then when I went back and like I thought it was Aaron Dessner, and then like Jack like co-produced every now and then, <laughs> but then when I went back and found out that he had solo production on something like My Tears Ricochet, I was just like, huh, okay. Like, I uh, I don't know. I, I want Aaron to be there the entire time, and I want him to be, you know, you know Taylor's the, the captain of the ship, but, you know, right there next to her, whatever that boat position is. Um, and Jack's like the... I'm like the steering wheel in yeah. my hand. Like, I don't know. He Captain is the, the steering yes. wheel. Or the vessel. It could be the stern, because the stern is directs yeah. is the direction. Like, yeah. whenever that moves, that's the direction And like, in. Jack's like the, the skipper or something. Fun. You know? Just dressed as a sailor. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Which and, and, just like, and like, that's being a, like the energizer bunny, like, what can I do next? What can I do yes. next? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I slander for a song that I really love. I know, I love. No, it's very I, much that you guys are like, no, not Jack Antonoff. No, not it's not not Jack yeah. Antonoff. It's where does he fit in this, and how? Just trying yeah. to figure I'd out. Say how. very loosely. 
Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. But I think another reason why he works well in this song, if so, this is one of the songs he did produce, is it is about machine records and to and to Scooter particularly. Yeah. And so and he kind of he was with her before yeah. and after. So I think he he knows that pain that she was feeling and throughout this entire journey as well, much better than Aaron does. Yeah. And I think that's why it works. He produced pretty this song very extremely well for my Cheers Ricochet because it's a direct soft fuck you yeah. to Scooter Braun. And I think my slander comes more from after watching Long Pond. Okay. And seeing like them interact, I was more engaged to Aaron and Taylor's. Like it's, you, the depth of their conversations yeah. are incredible. Or like I read, that actually started earlier. I read an article, I forget what publication, but it was an interview with just Aaron Dessner and he went track by track for all the tracks that he did. And I was like, I want, I, when they skipped over my tears ricochet or I forget what else, um, Oh, The Lakes was also exclusively Jack. Um, I think those were the only two that were exclusively him. And then otherwise, if Jack was on it, so was Aaron. But when he skipped those and was like, oh, yeah, that was Jack's song. I was like, well, like, what? <laughs> Tell me something about it. Like, what? <laughs> I know you were in the room, though. Yeah. yeah. You were in the room. Um, you were in the Zoom. Like, come on. <laughs> you know? The Zoom room. Um, and then watching them together, like, yeah, I just, I loved hearing more from the two of them than I did from Jack. And that's not, like, I love Jack Antonoff. Right. Obviously, like, he's, he also, like, drove the majority of my pandemic as well. Like, the Dixie Chicks album is yeah. stunning. Is like, oh, my God. And this song, there is nothing against it it just made me think of as i was watching long pond last night how i felt when i see him versus how i feel when i see aaron (sighs) one thing we've all missed during a pandemic is dancing Mm. specifically together specifically underneath a disco ball or also known as a mirror ball um is that the one uh, no that's not the one it's coming up um this was as mentioned earlier my first song to get a playback um it is just so stunning and speaking of dancing i spent so much time in my room dancing alone throughout the pandemic and this has that feeling like Mm -hmm. individualized movement yeah not necessarily chaotic. I'm making a TikTok alone in my room, bedroom, in my bedroom dancing, but just feeling the right. music. Like it's just running mm-hmm. from fingertip to fingertip, head to right. big toe. Right. It's there. And I love that it sounds like it's a song playing in a distant room. Like you yes. hear somebody's yeah. music from closed doors. Yeah. Which is interesting. I picture but. when I hear this song, I picture like an attic loft that someone's transformed yeah. into like their little lounge area. Yeah. They've particularly hung up a mirror ball and some like fairy lights or you know Christmas lights. No, the Spotify def- visual for it is perfect. The and, perfect depiction and of what the song sounds like. And you just being up there like having your evening like that is the setting that I dream of like listening to the song like yep. by myself. Mm-hmm. But then in Long Pond when she talks about like what a mirror ball means I was like <laughs> heartbreaking that like people are broken and uh, into multiple different things and when this that, and that's how we shine when the spotlight's on us but reminder like when the light goes away they're still broken and they're still yeah. sitting there and they're still yeah. working through things and I just that's just like heartbreaking and beautiful and relatable all in one because we're all broken in different ways yeah. and we can't we'd still shine because like we people put each other together we put ourselves back together and support each other and then when you find that person who always has the spotlight on you like and that's joe for taylor is what she's saying yeah you shine just like i shine for you so much and i'm like that is just gorgeous like 
a human experience, a human relatable thing that like we're all in that type of thing. I'm not crying. There's something in my head. <laughs> like there is sure. a shot that I'm crying. We're getting there. Close. <laughs> no, I love so. the lyrics in the song, but like the bridge is fantastic. Obviously the music, I just the whole sound, how it is something lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally given the last three that we've had. But the one thing from the first time I listened to this one in seven, I instantly paralleled it to Phoebe Bridgers. Where she uh. says, um, the end is near. Like that. Uh, and I was like, okay, yeah. well, I know the end. And yeah. then um in seven. But I was like, I would love to hear a collab with oh the two my of god. Them. Or musically, like if they wrote anything together. Yeah. How oh insane god. that would be. Now, yeah. like, so I'm gonna put like, that out there. Like, 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 fest, I mean, it's we, like sad girl fest. We spoke like, right? I would love. Yeah. yeah. We spoke long ponds into into existence. Yeah. Let's manifest Phoebe. And Julianne are gonna be at Folk Lover yeah. More Fest. How, like that's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. But I also love too that this ties into this is me trying. Now we're not yes. there yet, but the lyric I've never been a natural all I do is try <sighs> is so beautifully woven into the song this is me trying it's like the same person yeah. saying this story it's for if she's telling those stories um it is I feel like very much the same person but yeah and the direct nod but like uh, not direct subtle nods that she always has to the current state of things epiphany is a little bit more obvious mm-hmm. um, and the song title hoax is a little bit more obvious mm-hmm. but you when I first heard this song I immediately was like wow she misses performing wow mm-hmm. she misses even though it's like exhausting mm-hmm. like she's singing about the exhaustion in more of a, a yearning kind of way and it's like honey we miss watching you yeah <laughs> So badly we miss watching you. Is this the one she said? The tight ropes and the... Well, no, for Long Ponds, is this the one she said she wrote because she missed performing? Was it yes. that one? Yes. I'm almost... She, like, I think yes, so. and they called off the circus, burned the disco down yep. when they sent home the horses and the rodeo clowns. That's I'm still right, on that yeah. tight rope. So she wrote this right after Loverfest was Where canceled. Yeah. And yeah. so in that... The, that lyrics right there alludes to that like they called off they called off the circus they called off everything but and then her saying I'm still on that type that tightrope like, like I, yeah. I, I still want to be performing yeah. and I miss it and, and I want to be there standing in the middle of Lincoln Financial watching by yeah. myself like yeah. we're, we're all we're there we're all there <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. side note have you guys seen the memes going around saying if I win the lottery I'm buying out an entire stadium so when Taylor Swift walks out it's just one person <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> That's like, pandemic proof. From a stadium and just one person at the pit. Yeah, I, I so wouldn't good. let it be just me. That would feel so selfish. No, I'd invite you guys. To. Oh, thank oh, you. Uh, yeah, but like the top fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I probably like 50, I don't know, maybe twenty people. I no, I would say seven. the opportunity and you took hold of it and I'm really proud of you for that. I'm Do you feel crying. good? Um, yeah, I feel really great okay. about that. I'm happy um, for you. When, as soon when watching this on Spotify, I'll say, um, as soon as I saw her as a kid in a Stone Harbor sweatshirt in the Spotify visuals, I was like, there's our hometown hero. It has She knows the, the shore. <laughs> It is the perfect amount of nostalgia that for some reason makes me think of the Carpenters. Karen Carpenter, who's a good Karen, um, is the voice that brings you back to your hometown. And like, I think they could have done this song. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like her voice. It oh would, my God, her voice is like, a, because, speaking of tea, a hot cup of tea just to the body. <laughs> a vintage that, right? hot cup. <laughs> I'm going to never share anything with you guys ever again. Um, uh, I agree. That would be great. for your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do much. I'll do a tea party. Exactly. Have to wear t-shirts and drink. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Vintage, Vintage teas and teas. Um. <laughs> We're talking about seven. What was your point, um, Karen Carpenter? No, I love how this song also kind of sounds like it's a distant track playing from somewhere. More like maybe like a CD cassette or something for yes early mm-hmm. 90s or something. But the line that, that always reminded me of Phoebe Bridgers where the... Taylor says, I've been meaning to tell you, I think your house is haunted. Mm -hmm. To me, I picture haunted house with a picket fence. So since then, I'm like, collab already. Come on. (laughs) Um, No, I love this song. It's gentle. The piano is fantastic. Question. Do you guys like sweet tea? Yeah. In high school, I was on a really big sweet tea kick. Yeah. But like, not anymore. Like, I I don't like, it's not something I'm in search of. I've never liked it. But really? I liked like diet peach snapple i think was the closest i got but like other than that it was like it's like i feel like it leaves a film in your mouth i grew up in like the household (laughs) that like you carry with for like at least explain how i got the freshman 15 school in north carolina freshman year of college iced tea for breakfast Sweet tea. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Oh, well, that's disgusting. like the real shit. That's, well, like, yeah. that's what yeah. I was like. Yeah. Because growing that's up so with good. five kids, yeah. my mom would do like the powdered, like, drinks oh, yeah. of water. Oh, and, same. And so, Kool-Aid. yeah, Kool Aid and sweet tea were like the ones that we always yeah. had in our house. And so, yes. But then once I left, like, I moved to like college and I, not doing that anymore. And yeah. my parents don't even do that anymore either. So. We're healthier. <laughs> That's great. Not from a packet. No, the sweet teas from the unsweetened teas from like Starbucks are good. Yeah, I don't drink tea, coffee. But, but like, it's not well, something I, think of, like, I would. McDonald's sweet tea, which I'm just like. Oh, I thought oh, I can feel the sugar. No, like, I thought that was so good. Oh I mean, no, I think it's I was, gross. Okay, I got a really okay. I got into a really bad habit my senior year of college, senior year of high school. I was part time at my high school and part time at my community college. Yeah, don't know why, but I thought. Oh, every time I go to community college, I'll stop at McDonald's and get a large sweet tea. It was like 99 yeah. cents. Because I'm an drive, adult. Because my drive was 20-ish minutes. Yeah. Reward yourself. Yeah. yeah. Why did I do that? That's probably why. I thought you were going to, you were about to, I thought you were going down like a shame route right now. So I thought you were going to say that you got like a large sweet tea and added like corn syrup to it or something. No. I don't know why. <laughs> I wasn't that bad, but it was so bad. It wasn't. I was not living a healthy life. Yeah, no, that stuff is. Ugh, Why ugh. did you ask? Because she sings about sweet, sweet tea, tea in the in summer. The in the song. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I was yeah. I was like, sweet ugh, tea in the summer. That See, is. Okay. I'm not drawn to that. That's the, the time that my mom has made like home brewed tea that is delicious. Not oh, like a sun, sun tea. Oh, I, love, I love when they sun yeah. tea. I love when um, people Were, will. Like almost like cold brew. The tea. That's that's what that's we do, really and that's in the summer. And you put like ooh, lemon refreshing. in it. Yeah, and yeah. 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 Wow, no, sun tea is where you get nice. like a big old mason jar, put tea bag, like traditional or yeah. vintage tea bags, depending on what you'd like, and leave it on like the windowsill for like a day. I bet okay. that's so good. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're that's talking so about sad. very similar things yeah. now yeah. with the okay. tea bag. Like. I just, again, forgot the lyrics. But actually, what the song is about is really sad yeah. in regards, and this is related directly to her when she was growing up. One of her neighbors or friends, she believed 
lived in an unsafe household. Like her dad, like the her friend's parents were abusive or just she doesn't know, but she was like, like, I, I, like, I think your house is haunted. Mm-hmm. Not just like spiritually haunted, but like yeah. her parents are, their parents are not safe for them. And I, yeah. and I think again, like she just tackles these things. And to say that when she was seven, she was making those observations and is now writing a song about that. It's just yeah. so, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. like her where her mind was at when seven was far beyond and trying to convince her friend to like move in with with me yeah. and, you know life will be so much better it's just it, to me that like blows my mind yeah um for it but like in all honesty this is one of my least favorite songs on the album it it i've if heard that before. i'm not feeling it i will skip it yeah See, i, I love it, it and i like it but it's not it doesn't i think it pairs well with mirrorball but i can feel after listening to mirrorball it's kind of that same i almost feel like it drags yes. a little sound they were hard yeah. to differentiate i feel like it, yeah. feel like it yeah. drags a little bit like i yeah. wish there was i wish there was a little bit more of a build in seven yeah which I think there's a time and place for songs to not have that build and yeah. like just appreciate for what it is. And there's many songs on this album that have that. Seven, I just wanted a little bit more of an oomph. I'm not asking for like a punch in the gut, but just like a little, little bit more like yeah. interesting build up. Yeah. Um, I see that. For that. Yeah. I think it would be, especially with the subject material, I don't know if a build would have been the right choice. I think a different placement for me is where I oh, see like seven. on the album. Yeah. I okay. don't know where. Yeah. But like but just it's because. it's seven. That's why she wanted it yeah. as track seven. Yeah. So it'd be weird. It's like track nine is called seven. seven. Like that's... <laughs> I love the connection of sweet tea in the summer to a summer romance. That was it. We're going to August. It wasn't that good. Uh, okay. Wow. I, okay. I was really tired. <laughs> <laughs> the transitions are hard for this album. It is. It's it really is. hard. hard. <laughs> it's so hard to hey, be. Hey, I love that you really thought about it, and I yeah. get it. It makes complete sense. Um, so thank that, you. <laughs> yeah, thank you for your efforts. That was pity. Yeah, <laughs> if we had a video right now, oh my god. Anyway, it doesn't matter because this is my favorite song to listen to. Um, like <laughs> Exile and This Is Me Trying are my favorite songs on the album and Epiphany, but you can't listen to them over and over. Oh no, it's not good for you your can't. mental health. <laughs> I was just saying, watch me. <laughs> look at my top 100 on Spotify and then ask me (laughs) but August August has playability it is so good Um, there are songs out there that when I hear them um, like Defying Gravity comes to mind I'm like ugh How did Wait you find gravity just get in here? <laughs> I'm like, I wish I was 11 years old again so I could sing this before my voice changed. And I had that feeling when I first heard her sing, you were mine to lose the big belt in the middle. That belt is just so short, simple, powerful, and the lyrics to pair them, it's like screaming at the sky for my tears ricochet. It's the perfect placement for it. What I also love is when she sings it in Long Pond Studio Sessions because she hits it, she holds both hands on her headphones and she just bobs back and forth she's like i did it I did it. it Jack in the corner is so like, he's like, yeah, like his, they are, his shoulders are like touching us, his yeah. ears. And they he's are like, having the best time on this song. But the best. Like, 
someone needs to look us in the face and say Taylor Swift can't sing after yeah, watching for Bob sure, Pond. right? For sure, like yeah, right. Okay, that right. storyline mm-hmm. is done because it did exist. It, it did exist, but we she's but that was years so ago. Brendan Urie, same. Oh look my at him god, now. yeah, exactly. So like, okay, if to anyone out there who's made it this far in the podcast who thinks Taylor Swift can't sing, yeah, I think I think <laughs> we should nobody. have accomplished yeah. that during the debut. <laughs> If you're just tuning in, um, this song although does it. this album did um, win her a lot more new fans, so yes, I re- yes, she's so welcome. Yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, Rate, no, review, and song. subscribe. Welcome, Taylor is God and Jack Antonoff is Jesus. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, this song is just like the Oz that's go up the octave or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's exactly how it feels when you listen to this song. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, yeah. This song is so good. We needed this song on this album. Yes. yes. You needed a pick me up. It. And remind, oh, again, this And is right in the middle. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. And this is also the um, second song of the love triangle. Yes. And which is fun because you learn you learn about yeah who who what what and summer love cancel was. plans just in the case eighth. you call I love the oh, lyrics oh yeah. the amount of times of that I all. have done that <laughs> right? for a guy who that I was it? interested in like no yeah like Absolutely. just staring like, at your phone being yep. like I'm ready like yep. come on for any any it's yeah. very middle school right. but yep. not at the same time oh yeah right. which I love it right yeah. it's also the eighth track for the eighth month wow didn't think of that. One of my favorite moments of the song is that transition of remember when I said get into the car and then can't yes, and that, that yes. Oh, you are you're, you're raising the roof right here. It yeah. is. But it just takes you like yeah. that tempo and then it rolls so beautifully into that. Yeah. And it just like it it really just feels like a like warm summer's day carefree summer carefree. bliss yeah. you're sun kissed it's like golden hour and you're like this is <gasps> like oh, she just, puts those moments in so methodically and it's just so and it, just it hits it, you and it carries yeah. the rest so of the, unbelievable like I can't wait to hear that live like, ooh, like yeah. that <laughs> oh my god gonna, we're all gonna that lie. role is gonna be gorgeous yeah. like I know people are like I can't wait to say like to belt like the bridge of champagne problems no, or like yeah. that simple moment how she Musically created yeah. that is fucking incredible. Yeah. And that is what I'm like so excited to hear live. Ooh, that is yeah. such a B stage track. Yeah. Ooh. Like, ooh, like how like and you're just like with your people and yes. you're like, and cancel that like in the middle of summer. I think oh, that's gonna be the go. don't blame me. Of, I think it is. Yeah. Folk Love and, 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 and it just yeah. gets the fucking respect that it deserves. <laughs> Ever since they keep calling it that on TikTok, I'm just like <laughs> for the ones that are sent me, I'm still not scrolling through tip TikTok. So You sure about that? I'm positive. Anywho. Okay, well we got a bright spot on the album and then <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, are we ready, guys? Just a reminder that we still have feelings. Um, uh-huh. This is me trying um, <laughs> to come out with a song about addiction during a pandemic. Um, I'm going to quote her from what she said in Long Pond. Um, no one. I'm going to try to quote her <laughs> for what she says on Long Pond. No one pats them on the back every day, but every day they are fighting something. There's so many days where nobody recognizes what's going on. And it's, I'm going to break to me. It's so hard for someone to understand that, to authentically tap into that without being that person. And 
I think that when I meet her, um, this is the song that I would talk to her um, the most about. Um, if I could actually get out the words to ask her questions and converse without breaking down into tears, because like she's not. I mean, like we we all have different things, like dealing with mental health and whatnot. But to tap into late, the second verse, addiction and the song, like you you don't. It's for me. It's hard to understand that feeling without again like i said being that person and i will fully hand it over to her she did it and that bridge where her voice goes down and carries a little bit more weight and it's hard to be at a party when i feel like an open wound it's hard to be anywhere i'm not gonna finish it (laughs) um but like actually just those two lines are fine and it's hard to be at a party when I feel like an open wound because like that that talks more about just like uh, she's referencing more about seeing like a a former lover at at a social situation but it's also dual with like just a person who is in recovery at a party where likely substance is around and you're just exposed to it and nobody people understand but they don't and uh, at the end of my word vomit that I just treated you all to I just wrote G-O-A-T because like oh my god oh my god anyone else have any thoughts <laughs> so I can stop talking well thank you uh-huh. yeah <laughs> but yeah for me thankfully I didn't understand the, the song at first when Long Ponds came out um, at the timing of everything um, but then smart I might cry um, the first verse just captures so much of what people deal with in like mental health and be like I'm trying even though I might not like not going off the ledge is me trying and like that is just like so beautiful and so like that is strength unto itself like and that got me so much this morning in that moment of realizing like you don't know how hard people are trying like you don't know their effort you don't know truly what they're expending because you're not in their body and you're not them but like everyone's trying and everyone's fighting and like you gotta like and you just have to lean into that with each other I think and it was it was just yeah this song is incredible it is yeah I can't I'm not gonna say much more (laughs) well I certainly don't want to say anything (laughs) This was Allison's number this one is my song. Number one song of 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, yikes. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I guess we can all just say thank you, Taylor. Yeah. Yes, seriously. Just seeing humans in real human heart experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anyway. on that. <laughs> Let's go to an upbeat oh, one about affairs. cheating. And- <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, I'll never forget that moment. <laughs> yep. Um illicit affairs. Allison, you take the lead on this. <laughs> the bridge is so good. Yeah. Um I love the song's beautifully sad mm-hmm. and the tone fits perfectly for the sadness of the story that she's telling cuz like I don't know. I, it's just so pretty. But like, that's what she arguably does best is sad songs with happier beats. Yes. 
Yeah. I can't even She's think of very good at that. It's not even that happy of a beat. No, I'm like, trying I to love, play it back in my head. But I love the guitar in this. Yeah. It's well, very, it certainly it's, sounds happier than this is me to, trying. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, you I think can there take were three a breath in that and then yeah. get thrown back but down. I, I love, I, yes, this song is sad, but like, I also. It's the ending the, that's the most. Yeah. Don't call me kid. Don't, don't call, call me baby. baby. Yeah. That's, but like, the beginning is just like a really beautiful story she's telling about this person, individual, and like, in who is in a relationship like this. And I, I don't know why, but the one line that like just gets me that like, I feel like captures this list, like this affair is leave the perfume on the shelf that you picked out just for him. So you leave no trace behind. And I'm like, wow, I think I've, I never plan on being in a relationship like this, but like thinking about that of like yeah. you have no, to she like does you the... pick and choose like go on or like say you're going on a run, so you come back looking mm-hmm. flushed, and I'm like wow, that is just so intricately placed and so intentional. But you you picture and it, makes it. You think it does. What has she done? Because I couldn't think of killed a man apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait till uh, we get there. <laughs> But I do think that's very interesting. Um, oh, for me, the lyric that I think is so, and again, there's usually like one or two in every album. Like I think of New Year's Day. I never want to be, I never want you to be the stranger recognize. who's recognize, laughing yeah. and recognized everywhere. You show me a secret language. You know, I can't speak with anyone else. And you know damn well for you, I'd ruin, I would have ruined, ruined myself, myself a million, million little times. times. That is heart yeah. break. Yeah. That is yep. it right there. And it is mm-hmm. so, oh my mm-hmm. God. Her that pen of hers needs to be in the Smithsonian. <laughs> like honestly. American history. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's stunning. But can we add the, now this is the the Hamilton. Can we get back, please? Invisible string. Oh, I love this. Joyful. Oh, How happy like are we? One of the we can breathe. I'm smiling again. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Like, uh, time, mystical time cutting me open and healing me fine. Yeah. First of all, that line, amazing. But the the entire concept of this song and like the little happenstances that like in your entire life, like how you meet the people that you know, like yeah. every little thing that happens in your life is happening for a reason. And I yeah. never wrap my head around that concept. No, it is wild. Yeah. But like the invisible string that is connecting you to the people in your life yeah, yeah. it's insane yeah, yeah. and the song, it's just it's just so lovely and I yeah. love that she like it's about her and Joe and how like and I love that she references she uses like gold and blue and like light pink and purple to like for their for their like I know this cheesy but like their love and I love one single thought of gold tied me to you and it's mm-hmm. just like oh like just saying like we were all in this time like passing through life until we were we, we came together and like he worked at a yogurt shop in London um when she, and she realized at the time when he was working there she was over there touring for some reason but they didn't meet at the time and then they went like then they met back together again at the Met at the Met um yeah. so I just think that is just so beautiful and also just like a cool reminder of like there's still people you haven't met yet yeah. that are going yeah. to impact your life yeah. and you're st- you're being tied together and you don't know why you're being yeah. tied together but those strings are still going to pull you in that direction no. um and that, that's just so cool yeah it's a cool no movie. i mean this song came out and i think alex and i had been together for two months at the time and even though like <laughs> he's so over me talking about this album and evermore he's like i know invisible string reminds you of us it's beautiful whatever can you stop playing it and i'm just like no it's like it's really <laughs> yeah, happy it's so but like, like there's so many like, even- it took so it, you think of like all the things it took for you two to meet yeah 
um, and all the things that both of you went through prior to meeting yeah. for that per like for that moment to happen. But then for, like, after that drive we met, on Avalon to happen, yeah, type of thing. There are like people that uh, I was really close with in high school who are good friends with this family, and like really, yeah, and so that's wild. And like mm-hmm. kids that I went to high school with went to his grade school. It's wild how like, or when you meet somebody and they were at like the same concert yep. as you, yeah, and something and. And it's just well, like the one you thing were... I think for us a lot of times, like lame is like, I auditioned for yes. the show. I didn't get in, but if I did get in, like would we have been friends? Would right. I have ever like worked at Soul Cycle if like for some reason we right. weren't friends? And I was right. like, he's mean. I don't like him, and yeah. he works there. <laughs> right. Which like, yeah, that would right. sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, like crazy things like that, where it's like, especially in the like theater community in general, where it's such a small world. Yeah, and even like other circles like I'm sure like sports like lacrosse world is probably very it is very small, small. world it's yeah. just it's those connections are crazy well I mean no when you were interviewing for for your oh, yeah. job oh my god and father. the people yeah, yeah. exactly like that's yeah. wild oh, my godfather yeah. works like he's coaching now for and it company. wasn't because yeah. your godfather was like you should apply to this you found it and yeah, then and you then sat my, in the interview and you were like yeah. oh by the way and then my former team like we never played together in college but she was like one year like one year far enough out out that like we never played together but she was like knew me from recruiting and everything she what has she had the same role that i currently have yeah. and it was just like, you know weird moments like that that you it makes me believe in that like even though it sounds so uh so intangible and like unbelievable in a way but it makes me believe in the like vibration of human beings right. and like the concept mm-hmm. of energy and everything mm-hmm. that like it does pull things like the in. made from the same stardust yes. idea which yes. like i always love that illusion but even I, if it's not true, i but. also believe too that when you start having those moments mm-hmm. i'm like you gotta listen like lean yeah. in yeah. and whether is that to keep going because you you keep having these really cool doors or like moments of like wow we were here at the same time or this and that and you didn't realize that your path crossed yet but now the path is crossing do you keep letting it cross do you now walk on the path together or do you not and when those moments happen I'm like lean in listen and and go from there because it's a cool moment to like make you pause and like force yourself to pause too yeah mm-hmm. but yeah I love this song it's yeah. so it's gorgeous so cute. and you can relate it to love or you can relate it to like really anything yeah. and any connection you have. Right. And so, yeah, tying you to me, just wonderful. I feel like we've been so gentle with each other for these past few tracks and I'm looking to <laughs> make us mad. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was good. That was a good was transition <laughs> because that's not my goal, but I don't like this song. I don't like Mad Woman. And I know that the two songs that I would like to get rid of have to do with like Ryan feminism. Hates females. Hate He's not women. feminist. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, this doesn't account. Like, I so it badly. Really, let's talk about this for a second. Because even with the man, you didn't really rate. No. You don't like her songs about women. Someone. someone wow. What think, is that? We're having I a moment. Internalized misogyny. music or like pushes that agenda, like not a agenda but like does it well in music are people like Fiona Apple and like Brandy Carlisle she just like comes up to the plate and like either hits a juvenile in, in like a juvenile way or for mad woman I just is she too angry for it's you it's flat mad woman she's too woman, loud in the house too angry <laughs> oh don't don't do it <laughs> you asked for it um <laughs> 
You wanted us to get something mad. Like the, something <laughs> right? like Last Great American Dynasty is like... They're too loud too? Childish. And then Mad Woman is just quiet and flat, even though it's like there's a haunting aspect to it as well. But other than that, I'm just like... Isn't that the point? Because she feels like she's been quieted? I mean, yeah, you could draw those parallels. men like you. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not anywhere close to the truth. Oh my god. Meanwhile, like I, I remember walking home from someplace um, in Philly a couple weeks ago and getting the news that SoulCycle has a new CEO, Evelyn Webster, and crying because it was a woman. Uh, uh, joy, right. out of joy, <laughs> out of joy. <laughs> We oh know my you're God. a friend of the feminist. It's fine. Uh, actually but, hate women. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Like, we never talk about this song. Because I don't actively go listening to yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. That's the thing, too. I don't actively listen to it. When I hear it, it's nice. Like, I like it. And I like the resentment in her vo- yeah. vocals. Um, I said, when she said, they say move on, but you know I won't. I was like, I feel that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, that line's so but funny. We love a grudge. Uh, we love, yeah, we love a grudge. <laughs> um, I, and then she should... She, she would what she should be mad she'd be scathing like me i love that line Don't i think why, that's so kim k yeah like this whole lot it's very like this women like be, hu- women like hunting witches too yeah saying, like, you hunted me like you came after me as well like it's the this issue is definitely the issue a female isn't, this isn't just men thing. putting women down it's yeah. women putting other women down too and yeah. you need to fucking like stop that. doing that which i feel like this is a song for the girls like the girls feel this, they know it. But you, yeah. it's rooted. I, in I the think you also have to listen to it when you're like in a fucking mood. Yeah. Like you can't. Like I can't just put it on before and you be put like, on Reputation, like, right? This is like feeding the ears. exactly. Maybe, yeah. Or you listen. Like you kind of gotta listen to it when you're like, I am getting ready for like a job interview, or I feel disrespected, or like something like that, and you're like, fuck all of them. Like here we go. Like I'm a boss ass bitch. Like yeah. then you like play like some Beyonce after that too, and you're ready to rock and roll and like know what you're gonna say. And so that's kind of like what I'm thinking of it. Maybe it's the fact because I will, unless it's August, this is me trying an epiphany and Mirrorball, I will listen to this album in full. And that's when I'll listen to Mad Woman. Mm-hmm. Like I've never listened to it separately. And to come out of Invisible String, it's yeah. this. It's, it's easily very hidden, incongruous. But this like song it is doesn't like this song is song. fully yes. about. Yeah. This song is fully about Kanye and Kim yeah. and what they did to her. Because the other line that like is I just chef's kiss and like, like, honestly, it's so tragic. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, divorce and, like, what those rumors right now are going through with, with Kanye and Kim. Which I have it's a like, question. It's very interesting. But the other lines, to The master of spin has a couple side flings. Hello, Jeffrey. Um, good wives always know she should be mad. She should be nothing scathing like me. But no one likes a mad woman. What a shame she went mad. So saying that, like, Kim, you knew all along what you were doing. You knew that you were lying this. And you're saying you felt like you're under the same like media pressure just like I am but you like you just stayed in line you stayed in your lane because you're going to be a good wife and because I went out of line and I chose to push the edge a little bit you came after me too do you think that in a post Kim Ye world Taylor and Kim have a chance I can see them together if her and Katy Perry had a chance yeah 
especially with Kim's like I'm gonna be a lawyer and like save the world yeah and her social justice Mm -hmm. missions right now are really impressive I am I love Kim Kardashian oh I think Kim is is so smart but almost to a degree of like too smart and I think this is an example of it saying like and Taylor calling her out of like you knew what you had to do to stay in good graces Mm -hmm. and you threw me under for that yeah and like women shouldn't be doing that to each other and we we together should be pushing against against what expectations are yeah. not putting each other down yeah. yeah and that's like so that's my thought yeah and in that t- turn like i like the song because of that then yeah i like the song but like you what you were saying the way it falls on the album it's it, it you miss it like, like i feel like it would be better as a deluxe right now. Yeah. but if, if it were invisible yeah. string yeah. into yeah. epiphany because oh. we're talking about tying stories yes. together yes. hello i feel yeah. like that would but work. then where would you put bad woman because i would just do deluxe because why is there only one deluxe song I don't True. even understand that, but I also feel like Evermore was happening, and you can't really. I feel give like you can go away. from Hoax to Mad Woman, and then the Lakes. You would end on Mad Woman. No, I would go Hoax, like Mad Woman, hoax. Lakes. So album ends at Hoax, like it does. Yep. And then uh, Mad, uh, Mad Woman, Deluxe. I would like Mad Woman in Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it kind of also mirrors how the deluxe of Evermore is, where she has like her scooter yes. diss yeah. track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think even though that's reverse order, right. but still I think I think that it always needs to end in lakes. I I love the concept of death and an ending to an album. Right. Well, speaking of death, this is the most depressing song. Yeah. And just like it's the most depressing, but also the most it it's depressing and it also gives life to stories that we never will hear potentially especially in music like who's yeah. gonna have a song about the frontline workers that's right. not gonna right. be like but it also it's, stay, it gives life and it like. gives life in a way that it gives them permission like it's okay mm-hmm. I mean I, yeah. I don't understand why you mm-hmm. can't talk about this but like mm-hmm. if it's because of me or if it's because of like my potential reaction to it like that is not a reason for you to hold on to your story mm-hmm. like tell it um, and that's oh my god God, when I first uh, understood, like, it what took this me a while to understand. Oh, and once shit. I did, especially there aren't that many lyrics, especially to it the first verse, it oh, took really? me a while to no. understand. The second verse, I understood a lot. The first more. verse, yeah. The first verse, I was really confused. And then when she explained it on Long Ponds, I was like, this is incredible. This is mastery writing. Mm-hmm. And it, it made me appreciate how she's tying these two stories together two things that people do have struggles speaking about like i know personally like my grandfather fought in the vietnam war and was like on the front like doing the guerrilla warfare and he's never been able to tell a single story about it and the only person that was able to get a story from him was my brother before he passed and so it's just like my mom was like i grew up and i never knew what he did yeah Mm -hmm. and he chose not to tell those stories yeah. Yeah. Um, and all of that in the same way that people who are on the front lines right now for the pandemic are probably some of them are not going to be able yeah. to tell their sto- the stories because mm-hmm. they they aren't ready to or I want mean, to. Like, I remember in March and April and just like she would um, my roommate and one of my best friends Jess she is a nurse practitioner a hero a, a healthcare hero uh, she hates that <laughs> yeah I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But uh, she would come home and she wasn't like she would see COVID patients because they had ECMO machines on her unit. But her unit never got turned to an exclusive COVID unit. It was actually the only one that didn't. Wow. And it she took in all of the um, non-elective, like necessary procedures. Mm-hmm. So she was working on people that had like any not because she usually works on just like cardiovascular. But her unit was just like anyone who needs to get surgery. You're taking care of them now. But she would come home and we had this um, uh, this whole routine. She would come home. She would undress at the door. We'd have a trash bag. She would throw her scrubs into it. We'd run that up, immediately throw it into the washer to do that. We'd throw a robe on her. Hot water would be running. And there would be times where as she's doing that, she is standing there in her bra and underwear and just crying her eyes out. Just like, can't believe like what's going on. And that's, and she would tell us some stories, but for the most part, that was the story being told just a release of emotion. She's in her home. Yeah. She's safe now. She's with like her chosen family. Like, yeah, exactly. It's also like the trauma the frontline workers are going through. They're processing this every single day. Right. It's just, the coming and going in and waves. almost in some ways like are they processing yeah well right. yeah exactly you know? they're going through like, it i mean but can medical, they let themselves process? medical yeah. professionals are like trained not to right and that's why they're so good at what they yeah. do but like jess she gets attached to it because she's who she is yeah. she gets attached to every patient mm-hmm. yeah. even the ones that she knows for like 10 minutes mm-hmm. um but yeah it's uh Cool. I this is a beautiful I replay those scenes mm-hmm. when I um, listen to it, and I'm yeah. like, wow, I can't even imagine. Um, but wha- and the, like the saw the the way that it sounds mm-hmm. is so it's great, beautifully orchestrated. Oh my which god! Oh um, my god! This song. Okay, this song or Exile. I forget if I asked that. But like, the U.S. You... Exile or Evermore. Okay, now Exile or Epiphany. On oh, that's, oh, that's not, not okay. Fair. They're not completely different. Not I know, but okay. Oh, they're not, oh, God. not even it's tied to each other. Allison. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Um, if, uh, I think I would have to pick Epiphany. I think Epiphany just for think... it being a quarantine album i think it's a a song that when we're i know it's like so cheesy but when we're like 70 years old and that song comes on yeah you're gonna be placed right back where you <laughs> when were. people are like what were you guys doing in 2020 and like, like play and just, <laughs> don't ask and that just like captures <laughs> yeah the, it captures yeah. it in, yeah. in every way so no, I, I think, think that's why whereas exile like there are breakup songs and yeah. yes yeah. is exile a raw heartbreaking like honestly kind of like captures breakups in like a more human tone yes but epiphany like hopefully these we- parallels are unbelievable yeah mm-hmm. unbelievable yeah. Mm-hmm. and so like it takes an emotional intelligence of like the most college educated human heart to uh to understand right. like and it is. and just like time, how she ties the stories in at the end like both of them only 20 minutes of sleep but you dream of some epiphany yeah. just one single glim- glimpse of relief to make some sense of what you've seen and then even further with you i serve with you i fall down watch you breathe in watch you breathing out like same like both if like on the front line as like a nurse or as a doctor like I serve you I'm serving this and then also as a front line like um soldier I'm serving the country I'm I fall down with you like people watch you breathe in like it's just like and then almost like they could be speaking to each other like we're serving on different front lines but we're serving and it's just like it's incredible like 
incredible and raw and like yeah i it chills every time going to some lighter things um, a nice light harmonica of betty <laughs> i hate the harmonica god betty are you kidding me betty i think the harmonica is one of the best parts of the song well i i don't think this song I needs to be five minutes long don't i uh, okay so we're talking Let's about start. Betty. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Uh, um, I do not think it needs to be five minutes long. You are hit the yeah. harmonica. Uh, it's a little hokey. Is it the worst part of it? Okay, actually, <laughs> let's start with my theory. I think we would like Betty a little bit more if it wasn't selected as a single and then performed. Like, uh, we got a... We got a quarantine performance from Taylor Swift and we had to sit down to Betty. Why? I still didn't even watch it. So I'm going to say no. I don't agree with that. I don't think I'd like the song no matter when it came out. (laughs) But I do love it with All Too Well. And when I listen to Betty, I hear All Too Well. And I just want to go into that mashup. That's exactly what I picture in my head now when I hear that that court from mm-hmm. verse one into chorus. I'm like, oh, now all too well is going to start. And it, it no. doesn't. But um, and the song doesn't pick up for me until after, until the second chorus. Once yeah. it hits there, then I'm like, okay, we're grooving. And I do like it, but I never, I skipped this one. Okay. And reminder, this Every is time. the last of the love triangle. Yeah. And it's from the James's perspective, like going after Betty after he cheated on her. Yeah. So, and once like you realize that, I'm like, um, honey, Betty, like, don't even listen to him. We got no time for that shit. Like, I know he's only 17 and we're all high schoolers in this love triangle. But like, this Olivia, happens. What if? No, they what? end up together Wait. in her mind. What if? Wait, my mind is being blown. I know right where now. it's you going. Know where I know where this? it's going. Go ahead. No, nope. no, no. What if? <laughs> Taylor like was a freaking like what am I trying to what? I don't know. she predicted yes thank you clairvoyant or whatever yeah, exactly. and predicted Olivia Rodrigo Josh Bassett and Sabrina Carpenter and this love story oh so you think Josh and Olivia are going to end up together in the end who knows but there's the love triangle high school love triangle oh I think he is that ship other. has sailed ever since he came out with that stupid Lie song oh my but, god but like how? That's what it, that's what we want to hear from a man today. After he broke a woman's heart, that she's lying. lying. Good, yeah. yeah. Be good, aware, good Josh. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yikes. But, that's rough. But like in some ways, the song Betty is talking about in in James' perspective. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I just got whipped but away in this love this story. Was in the written summer. from the from her perspective that they are together now, and he's recapping that to her. Like he's not. Uh, from what I understand, he's not pleading with um, with uh, Cardigan. He's there. Cardigan and James are together, or Betty and James are together. Um, and Augusta is a thing of the past. She was just one summer. Um, and James is going back in time for re- Betty and just rehashing, rehashing it. it. But they're they're very much together. Well, I, so it's sh- like I don't she's think already she, listened she shouldn't to be with him. Okay. That's my thought, honey. But I don't know why I just made this revelation. But yeah. like, are we seeing a high school musical love triangle in folklore, out of folklore, all happening at once right now? I think we that's more be. of a stretch that's... than what I'm talking about. But <laughs> <laughs> I have so much going on to be excited about right now, and this is what I'm getting excited about. I think you. I think you need to then just take all this out and mash up driver's license and Betty, like everyone's mashing up driver's license with any song. With- 
any song. But like I'm drinking them all up. Could you? I could that work together? They're close to the. They're close rhythms, so you could match up like the pitches. Rhythmwise, yeah. Would sound a little funky. Yeah. Because this is a little higher. Um, anyways, anyways. Anyways, this song is fine. I will say that there was significant PTSD regarding this song. And when I saw the track list for Evermore, Dorothea and Marjorie, Very I was nervous. like, oh no. <laughs> Stop and doing it, the names. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Stop. Mm-hmm. But I love both of those songs. I know both of those songs. So too. thank God. I know Dorothea. Guess how it starts. <laughs> hey, Dorothea. Oh my God. It's like, hey, Steven, but worse. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. PTSD yeah. for that one. I was like, yep. That's oh, gonna be yeah, mm. but Marjorie won you over. Oh yeah, oh, that, for sure. That's yeah. And I'd pick this one over. I'd pick. Okay, Betty so over my Dorothea. theory is wrong. Um, so you guys just really don't like it. Okay, cool. I don't mind it. Wait, I forgot the theory. What the is theory it? was because it was selected as a single, and because no. that like she did a live. We were like, oh my god, Taylor Swift performing live during quarantine, and it's Betty. Mm-hmm. No, because to well to me the only single that exists in my mind is Cardigan because of the music video. The only single that could exist outside of that is August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what we didn't get? Much like Cruel Summer, right? Mm-hmm. But it's okay. We got Evermore instead. True. So, so you at win least some, we got to pay off this time. <laughs> we did. We cashed out big. Yeah, we did. But yeah, no, because the song is. I don't know if it's because of where it falls on the album, but it's just a skip for me every time. And it has been from the beginning. Yeah. This is where I made note of this other than one other song left in the album is where the album starts to trail off for me. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Okay. Says Ryan. (laughs) It just. Yeah. There, there are four songs left, and inclusive of Betty, and I there's think only it one. it starts to go downhill yeah. a little bit, except for yeah. one perk up. Uh, I would say there are two. I think well, Lakes is beautiful. Anyway, let's get into the three others. Um, I love Peace. Me too. The, this is my this love is the last. This is, yeah. this is the last like, of my... Like, I, I don't, I don't know why to describe it. But I'm like twisting my finger, like hand with two fingers up. It's like, I don't know. I picture being on the water at night and we're like tracking like the the scan of where other boats are well, like how and that's much, yeah. the sound that's yes, coming out I of understand it what you're, it's yep. like this radar radar that's <laughs> the word i'm looking for it's a radar sound yeah and that guitar is the most soothing mm-hmm. guitar i have yeah, yeah. Oh, okay yeah. Yeah. Right. it, so it sounds like a radar well, like, yeah but then that i always picture that in the guitar like an airplane oh my god is in my stomach and just like uh, speaking of a little fire, keep your brittle heart warm. Like that is what yeah. that guitar sounds mm-hmm. like. Yeah. But I love the idea, the message behind this. I song. love when that this yeah. sound so- sounds peaceful. Yeah. Like, this sounds like peace. If like yep. you know, like I'm in a good, safe place. Like yeah. everything's good. But she's not. Mm-hmm. It's not talking about peace in any way. It's, yeah. it's talking about the exact opposite and how she will never be able to give full peace and relationship, whether to her friends, her family, to Joe, just because of who she is. She's like, yeah. I will try to protect you as much as I can, but like I can't avoid all of it. And yeah. we can't avoid all of it. Yeah. And there's that one line 
Oh, let me find the line really fast. But the rain's always gonna come if you stand in it with me. Oh my gosh. Like, that is just so vulnerable. I think this is more, this is personally, I think this is more vulnerable than like any of her other songs. More vulnerable than Delicate. This is the, I am pouring my entire heart out to you because we're already in love. We're already doing this together. But also, like, just so you know, like, I want you and I I want to be with you, but I can't promise like no, the, it, uh, it, this is going to be so hard. Too. The awareness. Yes. Incredible. Yeah. Yep. It's like, so this, great. These are my flaws and I'm putting yep. it on the table and I really mm-hmm. hope you stay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially when Aaron was talking in the Long Ponds thing about like, obviously he helped write the song and whatever and him talking about him living with depression and right. then that fueling the lyrics. It's like... Mm-hmm. The duality between yeah. his experience and Taylor's experience writing this is so... I can't believe they didn't write this in the same room. It blows my mind yeah, that they went so back and forth. for so many of these songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I wrote the same thing, the But the Rain is Always Gonna Come If You're Standing With Me. Like, that song is amazing. Like, Letting Love Prevail, even existing through dark times, is incredible. And then I love the line, If your cascade ocean waves blew... Ocean waves blew... What? <laughs> if your cascade ocean waves blew come i hope you looked that up instead of wrote it down from what you were hearing is that it yeah, well i listened to long pond uh, and I know, i'm like I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like is that english no if, your, casca- that if your cascade ocean waves blew come all these people think loves for a show but like the cascade ocean waves blew yeah right? now the more i'm saying it out loud the more i'm hating it but <laughs> that to explain sadness is so mm-hmm. beautifully written which the whole song like you were saying the what taylor mm-hmm. does best sad songs that sound happy yeah. or at peace even if they're not it's just so it's, good i also the line too is sit with you in the trenches like saying like i know you're here for me but like mm-hmm. i'm here for you too and yeah. like the good and the bad mm-hmm. and oh my so god give you my sunshine give you my best i know oh, the and then, so and then, but then to end every verse on a question would that be enough if I could never give uh, peace. Like, does it really? Holy. Yes. Like, that is just, like, every verse to end on a question. Like, oh, I love that. That is just so, like, yeah. well thought out and so saying, like, there isn't a resolve in this. Like, there isn't. I, I don't like, have I, an answer to this. Right. I'm letting you decide. Which is so, it's so bold. Mm-hmm. But it's also, there's, there's such strength in it. Yeah. Because it's like, you don't want to say this to your significant other. No. You don't want to say that is so scary and vulnerable because you're saying if this isn't okay you can leave me and you don't want them to leave you right yeah but like but you're almost putting like it up you in the love air. them so much that you're giving them the option yeah to leave if that isn't okay with that yeah and that is so vulnerable and just so showing like yeah, i do love you a lot and this mm-hmm. and i get it if this is if this isn't gonna work whereas the world or like relationships in general are telling you to say like if you really love somebody you have to work for them but no like the statement is true if you really love somebody you have to be willing to let them go and that's what this song is is depicting so perfectly yeah this song is incredible yeah let's talk let's talk about hooks though (laughs) again we don't forget (laughs) we don't forget I can't help. I think my hearing's bad. God. Um, for our listeners, it's, and anyone else hoax. who might struggle, it's it's hoax. You can't tell H-O-A-X. me listening to it. It kind of sounds like she's saying the only hooks I believe in. I, okay. It's a hard well, word yes. to say. So, but yeah. then, like, where did you? It's then, hard. 
<laughs> but then where did you think dictating's oh, hard? I didn't in. think about it because I barely visited the song. So I'm like, mm, okay, there's probably like mm. a metaphor tied into it being a hoax or like, I don't okay. know, why not call it? Who has to call a song by a title that a word takes place in the lyrics? You don't have to. No, I, I would I, prefer not. I, I fully agree with you on that. Um, this is... <laughs> I really I do like love this. Deeper style. artistic imp- impressions than yep. literary. Whatever. I don't know. It's a pretty song. I like it more after Long Pond. I can't figure it out. Yes. Still. Yes. Yeah. I will say that. And I that. take that version more than this yep. one. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did not. I, <laughs> did you say you can't figure it out? Yeah. I, I can't figure the song out. Well, clearly same, but. <laughs> I, I, I cannot understand. Like, what are we talking about here? Like being, I, I would say being gaslit. I just kept re-listening to... In a way, I don't know. I don't think about it. I'm just like, it's pretty, I guess. uh, Let me see. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, sit on the cliff side screaming, give me a reason, your faith. Oh, oh, let's talk about that line. Let's talk about that line. (laughs) All right. Okay. Sit on the cliff side screaming, give me a reason. You know who else does that? Don Sheridan and Mamma Mia singing The no. Winner Takes It All. No. Yep. No. Yeah, come on. You're lucky that that's my favorite ABBA song. I know. You're very but am lucky. am I wrong <laughs> with that comparison? She's also on a cliffside singing to Pierce Brosnan. Her scarf is like flying away. Taylor Swift has a scarf that is no longer hers. Oh my God. What are you trying to say? I'm saying Taylor Swift should be in Mamma Mia. I, there it is. Thank you. There's the campaign. Mamma Mia yeah. 3. I don't know. She I didn't just... get to be Fontaine or Eponine or whatever she was going to be casting. But... She did get to be oh in Cats. God. Yeah. Oh, God. Justice but for her musical I actually, looking at the lyrics, I love the religious undertones in it. Sit on the cliffside, scream and give me a reason. Your faithless love's the only hoax I believe in. Like, that whole thing. Like, cliffside, sitting on the cliffside, give me a reason that's like Moses or something or even Jesus going to the going to before you know he gets nailed to the cross you saying the garden that he went up to or well like it's the same thing the like cross. looking up to the sky no the garden that he went to oh. and I personally in the 2020 2021 the 21st century world against the Catholic Church you know I was raised it and everything but there is so much corruption that the only way I could describe the, the thing at point um, for what they stand for and don't stand for is a hoax. Mm-hmm. And I love that that's implemented here. Interesting. And like, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is like, this is just a hoax of a relationship. And I know her and Aaron Desner broke it down more of like, not just one singular relationship in Long Ponds. It was like, it could be a multitude of different relationships, like one with a lover, one with a, a, a co-worker who's just like totally gaslighting you and yep. the other with a friend that isn't, that's leading you on in a way that shouldn't be. Um, yeah. I don't know. I really want to like this song more, but I just don't like how this ends the album. I think the lakes would have been a more perfect. It's because like it's such a new era and I guess we'll just like go into the lakes. Um, It's such a new era for Taylor that has so much influence and it's obviously like stories told and not necessarily hers all the time. Mm -hmm. And that acknowledgement of it all 
and like again the concept of death within it and it the closure and the finality within that but then the the honoring of it through this work that is folklore and then what to be evermore it is so smart it is so well done um and it could have been seen as a little a little much like I don't know, Taylor getting ahead of herself that sometimes people accuse her of doing lyrically. Um, but it, it doesn't because you think like, oh, well, what the what the hell is she talking about that she knows all these things? And it's like, OK, well, did you listen to tracks one through 17? Because like I did and I totally think that she can sing about all these Waldens and yeah. people like it's it is so great. Right. So great. I will say I love the mashup with the last time so oh, much yeah i listened to that nonstop, and how they work so well together blows my mind but the song by itself i don't love no i know sorry i don't know why it like it's good but i just don't ever really choose to listen to it and I think it's because with the last time it brings something darker to it and having that balance, I think yeah. it gives it that extra layer of something that makes it heavier, I guess, or something more interesting. I kind of don't want way. it to be heavy, though, because I not like, heavy in a sad way, like a pity yeah. or exile, because we've <laughs> filled that the card. gravitas of it yeah. a little bit. OK, but I mean, if if it closed instead of hoax or at least followed after hoax and didn't have any deluxe, I think that would button close the album. Yeah, a little bit more. I, I but, yeah, I agree. I just think the like should have just closed the album yeah. I, it, because I don't like how hoax just like I don't understand how the album just closes on off. hoax. Yeah. yeah. And then whereas Lakes, I feel like it's almost her getting on the other side of this whole like media scrutiny journey of being like, I just need to protect my relationships and go to a safe place, which is like kind of like the lakes yeah. and and get away and protect what I can protect. And I, I want to be protect. inspired by things that are exactly. like worth being inspired by think, as opposed to like, I don't know, and to like end, trends on the Internet. Yeah. And to end on a story about her on the album, yeah. I think mm-hmm. is really beautiful. And so I just wish, like, I lo- I like the song. I like the story of it being, like, mm-hmm. we're in a safe place. Like, we're going here. We're getting away. I can protect this. Like, But the awareness, which I would, I mean, like, it's tough. We are very biased individuals with regards to this. But when she says, I, I'm here or, like, take me to this place, mm-hmm. I don't belong. And it's just, like... She's saying, like, I'm inspired by all these people, but do I get to be in the same book as them? Right. No, I just get to read it. Right. And so that is where I think that's why you can't say or that like her usual critics of Taylor getting ahead of herself can't say that she's getting ahead of herself because she's like, I'm not saying I'm Walden or (laughs) any of these any of these famous writers or composers, but like, but she's comparing they do influence me. But like, and also comparing it to like, that's what those poets did when yeah. they wrote yeah. like they got away which like they I went to, love the transcendentalism exactly. era in yes, literature it's, it's amazing mm-hmm. but even for her to say like I don't belong taking herself in that time period women didn't belong in that industry if you Do call you still it still like the song what women oh get <laughs> out <laughs> well yeah let's talk about that uh, does she belong here right tell us <laughs> There are women in those at, at that. At women those lakes. exist. Yep. <laughs> there are women. Which is mostly our demographic. So, hey, ladies. 
I know. I feel like again after uh, throughout the DMs after every time we come out with the with a new episode and it's just like oh Ryan and this opinion and that opinion like I can't wait for this one to come out. I again oh my god I I would say ninety five percent of my life (laughs) is spent (laughs) with women. I like I can't. No, I I I like the the story it tells and again this and one of many other songs how the lakes was already mentioned in a song before and we were wondering what is the lakes um and then getting to see what the lakes is in the deluxe i just again masterful writing mm-hmm. and the the strings the invisible strings but that like, tie all of the songs together with weren't that. you a little disappointed waiting for the deluxe track to drop and it's just this one oh like I'm- you know, I no, I wasn't needs, disappointed. I really, I, I was just like, oh, this is bonus. Yeah, yeah. Right. Great. I great. Okay. <laughs> this album was such a surprise, and I think that's true. Other than again, I do struggle with how Hoax ends yeah. the album. I, I almost feel like Peace would be a better album closer because, like, like daylight, a, yeah, yeah, like ending on a question, but also like just a vulnerable moment type of thing. That's the only like hiccup I have with the ending of this album. But other than that. I wouldn't feel like we needed deluxes. Like it, the story feels complete. Like it feels like one whole thing. Um, but no. Okay. The lakes just, it's it's a good, I, I'm like, to me, I'm like, Oh, fun bonus that I get to listen to. And it's really pretty. That's great. A treat. Yeah. It's not, again, not one of my tops, but not again, not a bottom either. Okay. Fair. (laughs) Wow. We that cried. Like a therapy session. We screamed. A we laughed. That was a that was a journey. Yeah, I think this was the most like Taylor Swift podcast episode in terms of the range of emotions. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Full spectrum. Oh yep. yeah. But it was a pleasure. And like honestly, even though next week is the last like formal official episode of this season, it feels like we're also just getting started. Mm. I agree with because you. Because folklore is only part one. <laughs> only part one. Uh, so much to talk about with Taylor Swift. Yeah, so yes. get your French braids ready, boys yep. and girls. Your messy bangs. Mm-hmm. And uh, put on that old cardigan. And uh, I don't know. Pull out your best, uh, sip on your best vintage tea. I Please let us know God. what your favorite tea to sip on is. We really do want to. Okay, know. I'll read the lyrics to Evermore next time so I don't mess it up. God. But please let us know where you went wrong. <laughs> please. I think I have a clear head for that one. That one is okay. like pretty dictated, yeah. like solid. Yeah. Okay, great. Good. Great. We'll find out. We Tune in next week. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's uh, that's it for wow, that's it for folklore, Claire. <laughs> that's just it. So much, but you know, yeah, you that's lo- only <laughs> just folklore. Yep. You know, you love us. We love you. Um, XOXO. C A R J L. Bye. Taylor. 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 Taylor.